the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Talk each day, then sports coverage and entertainment after hours. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Key measures of prices and wages remained high in March, keeping the Federal Reserve on track to raise interest rates next week for the 10th time since March of last year. It is drive to fight high inflation. For this Chicago shopper, all high inflation means right now is paying more at the grocery store. If I know that prices in general are a little bit less at that store, um, however, food, I need to eat, right? And I'm going to eat every day. And so whatever the cost is, I'm paying it. Meanwhile, the Fed is concerned that core inflation is not going down much. It reached a peak of 4.7% in July, but its most recent reading is still 4.6%. A Russia-appointed official in Crimea says a massive fire erupted at an oil reservoir there after it was hit by a drone. The Moscow-installed governor of the port city of Sevastopol posted videos online. This is SRN News. What kind of legacy will you leave behind? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike because they'll be discussing your legacy issues, the necessary steps you need to take to ensure your affairs are in order and that you're not leaving a mess for those you love. Whether you're young or old, rich or not so rich, this topic is critical for you, your spouse, and your loved ones. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them today at 855-231-6010. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. No! Come on, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It's going to be a great year. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Is it safe? It's the King Banyan Show. This is a man. Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. My mind is a globe whirling transient nodes of thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Sun is really working to come out and um, make it a great day. So I hope you can get out and enjoy it somehow. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing so. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call, questions and comments. 651-289-4477. Um, so I portrayed it in the last hour. Uh, what we did was we looked at that GDP report Um and my conclusions are twofold. One, the the numbers this quarter and the numbers last last quarter kind of wash out uh, a timing issue in terms of inventory. Two, the consumer is still fairly strong, so that even though even though even though invent, investment. Uh, fixed investment turned in a fairly negative number. Let me go grab that number for us for a second. Where I said fixed investment dropped off. Well, fixed investment was actually just about, just about as uh, I should say, fixed investment was about a zero. Um, so we saw small declines, particularly in the in uh, transportation equipment that were were a subtraction. Equipment was a bit of a subtraction, but everything else was kind of like just not that big a not that big a change. Net exports didn't have that big an impact. Government spending was kind of a normal number, so it was an inventory change, right? And the consumer is still spending, and even though we think that they've run through more than half of the savings buildup they got from the COVID relief bills, there's still a ways to go. And if consumer sentiment turns negative, some of that extra savings they probably will not spend unless there's really a recession that hits us. But right now, whatever is happening with with interest rates is having some small impact on business investment, but seems not to deter the consumer one bit. The confirmation of that actually came yesterday so the gdp reports on thursday friday and it's always the day after that that advance that very first report on gdp we get at the end of the month a report on personal income personal expenditures okay if i look at the personal income data um, personal income was up three three tenths of percent on a monthly rate and consumer spending was just up a skosh that's a scientific term one uh, percent. So if I look at the personal savings rate, the personal savings rate was at five percent. That's slightly negative. Okay, to the story because it means that people are not willing to spend additional money, even when they are getting slightly more income. And most of the most of the personal income that was created. Um, was created by the inc- an increase in private wages and salaries. Okay, 
Service-producing industries had an increase in compensation of $23.7 billion. Goods-producing industries added $8.4 billion uh, to that. Um, and, and there's a negative in that number, which was we just had the pandemic emergency benefits for, for the SNAP program, uh, food stamps is, is sort of, it's not really food stamps, but it's sort of food stamps, um, step in the way there and, um, and, and give you some, give you some change that resulted from some change that, that leads you to believe that, um, uh, uh, people are continuing to receive additional income. Indeed, disposable personal income in the first quarter, back to the GDP report, was up very, very substantially. Um, <clears throat> so, within consumer spending, a lot of the spending is on services, including food services and accommodations, up up 8.3%. Um up 8.3%. Other services up 7.8%. Healthcare up 23.5%. Housing and utility spending up 33%. Up 33%. Rents are getting higher. Uh, utility bills are getting higher as well. Um, and, and then pretty much everything else was a negative in the quarter, but people are spending more, uh, spent more in March, largely over these, these three items. Housing, healthcare, and eating out. Food and beverage spending actually was down uh, for the for for food eaten at home. That was not the most important parts of that. The most important parts of that were actually built into the GD, into this the uh, personal consumption expenditure numbers, which were up uh, on on a headline number was up um, 3.6%, excuse me, up 0.9% for the month and up 4.2% on a 12-month basis. Um, I'm reading, and I tweeted to you over over the last break, I tweeted to you a link to a page at the Dallas Fed, which allows me to look at PCE, core PCE, which is the middle line. It reads PCE, X, F, and E which stands for food and energy. Okay. On a one month basis that on, but annualized PCE core PCE was up 3.4%. On a six month basis, that number has come from 5.1 to 4.7 to 4.3. If you want to be happier about what's happened in, you know, in terms of the progress being made on inflation, we always give you the one month and the twelve month, but we, we never use a sh- different time horizon, uh, a different uh, window, or or I, I in my technical language I say I don't use a different filter than one or twelve. But there's no reason I can use a three month one quarter filter. I can use a six month half year filter, and if I use the half year filter, core PCE over the last six months of the observations are 4.9, 4.6, and then 5.1, 4.7, The Dallas Federal Reserve does a number that actually trims the mean. So it's sort of like median and the trim mean CPI numbers that the Cleveland Fed does 
but Dallas does it with the personal consumption expenditure data. And if I look at that, and if I look at that, the trim mean on a one month basis was 3.4%, down from 4.6 in February and from 6.1 back in January. January was just a miserable month for prices. Um, n- no small part, I think, because of, be- I think that might have a weather effect in it as well. But if I look at the, tr- at the six month trimmed mean, taking out the highs and the lows, and just looking at the looking at the pieces in the middle, and again, I will tell you if you're, I know I've got some people who have have really good math skills, may have some statistical skills. If you want to see how it's done, I just put it out using the hashtag #poundkbrs on Twitter. Please take a look at it and 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 sort of do your own math and do your own homework. On a six month basis, trimmed mean CPI is at four per. Uh, PCE inflation is at 4.4%. On a 12-month filter, it's on 4.7%. Okay, one of the things that I really like about about what they do is I can actually look at the distribution of prices to see what is happening in terms of that 12-month growth over, over the last period. And you can see... You know, in terms of so, there's a graphic down there at the bottom that of that link that lets me see the distribution. How many prices went up by more than ten percent? How many prices fell in the quarter? You can, if I look at that data, what I can see is what I can see is that the chart. I'm clicking that chart data for myself right now, and and trying. Hang on, I got to pop up the an Excel window for you to actually tell you how much that data is. Here we go. Um, that in January of 23, 10.7% of the data actually, ro- okay, that 10.7% of prices rose between 0 and 2%. Another 26.8% actually fell over the last, over the month of March. But that still means that I've got more than a third of prices rising at between 5 and 10% and another 10% of prices rising at more than 10% in the month on an annualized basis. These are falling, certainly, but not by a whole, not enough, I think, to actually change the minds of most people that I think inflation is still an issue. We'll talk more about the inflation issue that comes out of these reports coming up right next here, King Banyan Show, on The Biz 1440. It's a big job just getting by. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. The Ramsey Show. And your husband's going to step up and get a backbone and deal with this because you're going to end up really further pissed at him if you don't. Yeah, you're going to end up losing your marriage over this. The Ramsey Show, live every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening today. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions, comments, etc. The inflation data of the last week firms up my belief that the Fed has to go harder, farther, deeper. I cannot, I truly, I have to say, I cannot wait for Presidents Mester and Bullard to come out Friday when they're allowed to go back in the public. I predict, indeed, I should check the calendar. Um, no, they are not on, they are not scheduled for talks yet. But I'm, I, I got to believe you'll hear from them. Because the data this week, in my mind, are going to make, make, make the hawk case for further rate hikes uh, even stronger than you might otherwise, than you might have otherwise expected in the week ahead. Um, you know, looking at this, uh, Lindsay Pig, so she's the, uh, she's chief economist at, uh, Stiefel Investments. Um, she was, I'm trying to remember, was she, I think she was on, um, I think she was on, uh, CNBC, yes, uh, on, uh, on Thursday. And, um, she, she's really focused like a laser on, on the inflation issue. Let's play cut one, please. 
Well, I think this morning's monthly numbers really enforce what we saw from yesterday's quarterly GDP report, that the economy remains solid, driven by ongoing resilience from the consumer. But when we look at inflation, that is still the problem for the Fed. We're seeing prices are still very sticky. And while they are coming down, the level of disinflation or the momentum of of disinflation is significantly below what the committee would like to see. So I'm not positive I agree with that last piece of her statement. Why? Because the Fed itself has been pretty clear that they are going to, they are committed to a a, a structure where G, their, their forecast has inflation only at about 3.5% by year end. Again, let me go back and read you those data from, uh, well, I think I closed that window. But if I look at that six-month trend to PCE that I, that I see on core PCE, it's going in the right direction, and it's got another nine months to get to the three and a half. I believe that the Fed, you know, I think that the Fed will be happy with a rate at the end of the year that's in the low threes. And I don't see anything that says they're not there yet. I don't think there's anything that says they're going to accelerate their rate, you know, that they're going to do multiple rate increases from here. I think there's, I think there's going to be one more after, after Wednesday. But again, I'm not hung up on the timing. It might come, it might come at the end of June. It might not come till August. I actually don't think it'll come in August. If they don't do it in June, I'm going to bet you it doesn't show up again until September, if it comes at all. Okay? But I'm, I'm willing to bet that the Fed... But what I think they're going to say is we're still very data-dependent and we need more information about inflation moving toward our target. But just remember, the short-term target, even though the long-term target is 2%, they don't think they're getting there in 23. They don't think they're getting there in 24. It's 2025 before they think they'll get back to 2%. We're going to have a little excess inflation relative to Target for the next two years. Let's play some more picks. So yesterday, and I was wrong, it was a Thursday. This was yesterday on CNBC. Cut two sector, the Fed has their eye entirely on that proverbial ball of inflation, reinstating price stability. That is their first and foremost concern. Not only is May already in, as mentioned, but it's very likely that the Fed will feel pressure to continue to raise rates in June and beyond until they reach a sufficiently restrictive level where it's convincing that the inflation data will continue to trend lower and lower back to that 2% target. Right. And I think she's, again, I'm just to be very clear, I, I think she may be overstating the willingness of the Fed to move precipitously on the inflation front. I don't see, I don't see them doing a whole lot more. I don't see them coming out and saying, we think inflation needs to be below 3% this year. They expect it to be below 3% in 24, but their forecast is not for 2% inflation by December of 24. It comes in at the last, the last dot plot came in at about two and a half. So there's time enough for them to let the impact of the past. And this, this was something that was in the call we got from John 
at 651-289-4477, citing a, a PBS story he had listened to, um, that, you know, we don't know all of the impacts from the past increases. And we don't know what the result, um, I don't, and we don't know the result of the, we don't know the result of what might happen with First Republic. We don't know if another bank is going to get into trouble. I think over this next over this next few months, and I remind people, Bear Stearns was March, Lehman was September. Okay, there could all right. Just because we might slide through the next few weeks after whatever happens, the First Republic happens. The following month after First Republic, maybe nothing happens. That doesn't mean you're out of the woods. Okay, it will take a year for us to decide, okay, we slid through that, we got those banks those banks resolved, and we didn't do... They will say they didn't do too much damage, and I actually do want to talk about the, uh, the uh, Fed's report on uh, Silicon Valley Bank that came out earlier this... came out this week... Um, with a, a substantial amount of criticism um, in, in of the Fed itself by the Fed, so much criticism of the Fed that the banks themselves are having a little bit of a panic. Oh, don't overreact to that. We don't want you to do too much, just a little bit. Um, Seema Shah from the principal uh, group, um, their chief economist, was making the rounds uh, on uh, late this week on... I saw her on Bloomberg, I saw her on Yahoo, I saw her on CNBC. I believe this I believe this cut is also from uh from her appearance on Bloomberg, yes. Um and uh and talking about similar issues. Let's play cut 3, please. If you look around the economy today, it looks fairly strong. Yes, there's a soft slowdown happening, but generally speaking, things look okay. And I think the main reason is that the labour market is underpinning everything. But if I put my economist hat on, labour market is typically the last one to fall. It is the most lagging indicator here, but it's also the most important. So we're going to be watching, you know, the, the lending survey is going to be really important. There is a very, very close correlation between lending data and employment. So as you see lending contract, you should see job losses increase. So we are expecting recession late this year. I know everyone's kind of like keeps being pushed out. But it does look very, very likely given the amount of Fed tightening you've seen to date. So so she's pushing her forecast out. I played uh, Phil Orlando earlier from uh, from uh, Federated Hermes, uh, who also is saying latter half of this year. Um, Shaw's at least honest to say, yeah, I thought it was going to come sooner. It hasn't. I'm kind of moving myself a little bit further out there but the impact of the fed changes to date she's right we probably haven't felt them all just yet she continues cut four Oh, stagflation by far. That That is the worst case scenario. You know, one of the things that has been underpinning markets to this point is this idea that at some point uh, in the next six months, eight months, is that the Fed is going to start cutting rates. There is a lot of assumption out there that inflation is going to keep coming down. That is the consensus forecast. And there's very, very little dispersion in those expectations. So inflation, if it were to reignite and start moving up, that takes away everything which is underpinning the market today. And I think this is the this is the this is the other part of why you should have if you're actively investing in markets, 
and I do not give investment advice. I'm not a license. I'm not licensed to do this. I agree with Shaw that right now the market expectation. You can just go look at the Fed funds futures market. You uh, type in countdown to FOMC to your to your favorite search engine, uh, and it will take you to something from the Chicago Mercantile Exchange that lets you see expected Fed funds rates over the next. 12 months or so from the next eight meetings you can go look and you'll see that on average they expect rates to come down the betting is that rates will be lower in december of 23 than they are today i would okay i'm not telling you how to invest i'm telling you i expect that to change because i expect the fed to actually tell you on wednesday the inflation data is not giving us room to make any rate cut for the foreseeable future. He's walked right up to saying there is no rate cut in 23. Stop it, guys. Uh, and they have, and, and the markets have simply said, we don't believe you. So I expect something that will sound stronger to come out on Wednesday when the press conference happens. I will be... I will be surprised, and as someone who wants the economy to function well and wants a solid monetary policy, I would be disappointed if the Fed does not make a very clear signal. Do not expect the rate to fall in 23. That is, okay, if you're making that bet, the only reason you can make that is you're betting on a bank collapse of some major bank falling out of bed sometime later this year yeah it's possible but it should be okay and someone who wants to speculate on that can buy a contract to do that and maybe the fed funds rate is a cheap way to make that bet okay i can make the logic for that if you are not but except for those punters i do not imagine the fed i don't i don't see why that should be the market-driven position. And it will disappoint the markets if the Fed ends up being being really firm on this and saying, barring something bad happening in the banking sector, we do not anticipate reducing the Fed funds rate for the rest of this year. That sentence, or something like that sentence, is what I'm hoping to hear from Chair Powell on Wednesday. That's what I will be listening for. And if I don't get it, I think he ends up causing more confusion in the market rather than less. Because he can't pin anything to the inflation data that came out this week to say, yep, I think we're near the end of our work. He, you know, I think with this rate increase, this 10th rate increase... We are now done. No. If he wanted to be done sooner, he should have gone 50 last time. He didn't. You'll go back and listen to the show. I said, I would have gone 50 this time. Uh, uh, Muhammad Elarian should have gone 50. Elarian Summers should have gone 50. Didn't do it. Okay. That means you are going to drag out the rate increases over a longer time to sort of see what the impact is. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. It's not an unreasonable position to take. It's just not mine. But you have got to be clear with the folks. 
rate decreases are not in the cards. Unless, again, unless you break the banking system somehow, which they very well might. Okay, we'll take a break here. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz for King Party. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Does inflation have you worried? Maybe you have an appliance or two on life support or dated ones that need to be renewed before the holidays? Don't worry. Appliance Renew has your back. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We have a large inventory of brand new name brand scratch and ding appliances at 20 to 50% off. Appliance Renew is your peace of mind solution in these crazy economic times. We have over 250 brand new scratch and ding appliances from LG, Whirlpool, GE, Maytag, Frigidaire, and more. Just waiting for you in our Farmington showroom. All appliances are brand new with a little ding or two. We thoroughly inspect and test everything, and we stand behind our appliances with a complete one-year warranty. Whether you're looking for washers, dryers, stoves, refrigerators, dishwashers, ovens, or more, you'll find it at Appliance Renew in downtown Farmington. Stop by today or search for Appliance Renew online. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. Slash FDIC. Anything? No, it's not there. Just double checking. All right. Um, 
still not seeing any news there and just just keep i keep uh i keep refreshing um I just published uh on uh on a british website that uh uh bloomberg is reporting that fdic is asking for final bids on first republic from jp morgan and from pnc um which is interesting to me that uh there was some discussion that uh, FDIC froze out the largest banks, which would have included JPM. Uh, but PNC had been in the bid for for Silicon Valley uh, before before it got sold off to a different to a different place, uh, and just just making sure um, making sure that uh, the uh, that. That's there. So I actually believe if that story, it's being reported by Bloomberg. So I expect by tomorrow evening, before the Asian markets open, you will actually get an announcement about about a new buyer for First Republic. Chances are it would open up Monday under new management. Um, question is, the question is... Um, whether or not and how much FDIC has to contribute to a resolution for uh, for First Republic, but again, in the last in the last hour, I believe I'm going to go. I'm looking for the uh, I'm looking for the piece from uh, Bloomberg right now about uh, looking for the final looking for a final um, fi- the final bid. Um, I'm, I'm just seeing I'm just seeing repeats of this coming out of uh, coming up, but the tie is to a Bloomberg report, um, and um, it, it may include, in fact, FDIC itself having to step in. We'll see, but again, this weekend you're going to see a major shift uh, there. At the same time, we have seen. Uh, We've seen a report come out from the Fed in a separate report from FDIC concerning everything that happened in the run-up to the, the, the closure of Silicon Valley Bank back on March 9th. As pointed out by Tim Taylor, who's the editor of the Journal of Economic Literature and who, whose office is in the Twin Cities and one of my daily reads, uh, just a really well-thought uh, economist out there, not, but not a finance guy. Uh, he read the entire autopsy, as he puts it, and went, looked at it, uh, looked at it, and basically says, hey, the dis- disappointing part of this is it only takes you up to March, it only takes you up to March 8th, and, uh, uh, and they close on March 9th, but basically the report the report's pretty pretty harsh. The Fed, uh, according to the New York Times report that came out, uh, Federal Reserve put out hundreds of documents and and said and it's described as very critical. Regulatory standards for SVB were too low. The supervision of SVB did not work with sufficient force and urgency, and contagion from the firm's failure posed systemic consequences not contemplated by the Federal Reserve's tailoring framework what has really sparked that last piece of that sentence contagion from the firm's failure failure posed systemic consequences 
not contemplated by the Federal Reserve's tailoring framework. Is the criticism of the Fed's decision to not subject not subject places like SVB or First Republic to the same kinds of scrutiny that they give to the largest banks. That means that the Fed is thinking we need to revise how we scrutinize a bank the size of an SVB or a bank the size of First Republic which, of course, increases costs for those particular banks. And as you might expect, the banking industry is like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Didn't you guys say Silicon Valley just was really screwed up and it just made these terrible mistakes in terms of managing interest rate risk and liquidity risk on its balance sheet? They're a one-off case. We're fine. You don't have to keep an eye on us. But I, I think, and it's interesting, there is this now going to be, I expect this to come up in the Fed, with the Fed on uh, Wednesday as well when, in the press conference. That, that what Barr is, what Michael Barr, who's the vice chair for supervision now, what he's saying is we, we didn't supervise you hard enough. We're going to continue we're going to continue to supervise you uh, and we're going to increase our supervision of you as well. So, so it is an interesting piece. And as, um, and as uh, uh, Tim puts, uh, Tim Taylor puts onto this piece uh, says, we did not supervise ourselves well enough. Uninsured depositor. Okay. So, Usually, if a bunch of depositors want to take money out of the bank, the, a bank can sell some of its whole bank out of the bonds it's holding and give depositors its money. Uh, but Tim says, but when the value of the bonds has declined, then if a bunch of depositors want to take money out of the bank and the bank starts selling the low interest bonds it's holding, the bank won't have enough money to pay off the depositors. Okay, so everyone was looking at the report, and the report says, yep, they put themselves in this terrible position. Um, and they put themselves in this terrible position, and what the what they're saying is they put them they they didn't they didn't see it. It would be easy for us to place the blame on the Fed itself for raising interest rates, for holding back on fighting inflation until things got sufficiently out of hand, and inflation had enough wind in its sails that you've now got me telling you that this next rate increase, the 10th one in this cycle, probably won't be enough to get inflation to target. Even its adjusted target, meaning they're not going to hit 2% until two years from now. They can't act surprised by that, right? Uh, Kristalina Georgieva was quoted by by Taylor's Post from a piece that she did after uh, a Q and A she did uh, after after a talk for Politico. Um, she says there's simply no way that interest rates would go up so much after being low for so long, and there would be no vulnerabilities. Something is going to go boom somewhere in the next probably 24 to 36 hours. The curtain comes down on First Republic. Maybe they're going to get bought. 
Maybe FDIC says, yeah, you know, I think we'll, I think we'll just absorb them. Now the question is, uh, the question really is, will they cover the uninsured depositors again? Will they declare First Republic to be a systemically important bank? Which would be the third one they've done in less than two months and kind of makes a mockery of the, uh, makes a mockery of, of the entire Dodd-Frank framework that had been developed after the last financial crisis. And the question that Tim asks, my guess, says, my guess is that we haven't seen the last of things that, that go boom. Is First Republic the last one or is it not? To try to reassure markets that it will be the last one, will the Fed actually, will FDIC and the Fed decide and Treasury? So we'll need the input of Janet Yellen, which will mean that you need the input of, the, of President Biden. Will they actually come out and say, yeah, it's systemically important, we'll cover the uninsured depositors? Will we there, then, in my mind, repeat the mistake we made last month? Okay, that's why I hope, and what I think is going to, what I will predict will happen, okay, I'll make a prediction that one of these two banks, Morgan or PNC, will come in with a bid. I don't think if that's probably pretty low. FDIC will really not want to take it because the, taking the bid will mean they have to stump up billions more in in uh, taking on the bad assets that that the bad assets that uh, that uh, First Republic has, and that will increase the bill to the rest of the banking sector when uh, because FDIC's insurance fund has to be replenished. Okay, remember they've already spent twenty two and a half billion. If they spend another five to ten to take, I, I have no idea what the size of it would be. I'm just making a number up, but. If they took another five to ten from First Republic, the pot they're taking the money from is about 130 to 140 billion, paid for by fees for deposit insurance charged to banks. Another five to ten billion makes that makes that extra charge on deposit insurance now substantially higher, and makes it more likely that some other banks are going to decide they have to merge or get out of the business because they can't afford to buy deposit insurance anymore. But my guess is the Fed and FDIC would rather not cover the uninsured depositors. Um, they're not willing to walk into Monday with, they're not willing, willing to walk into Monday morning in, in the Pacific Rim countries with uh, uninsured depositors left uncovered. So they're going to do a sale. And you know you know who's in the middle of all this? Right? J.P. Morgan uh, and Jamie Dimon and thinking to themselves, I might be able to get a whole lot of that FDIC cash to buy uh, First Republic assets at, you know, 50 cents on the dollar. I think that's what's coming. Let's take a break here. Be right back. King Bangin Show, The Biz, 1440. 
The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Whether a lazy weekend spent up north enjoying Minnesota lake life, finding your favorite Juicy Lucy, or attending a music festival in the city, discovering bands that become the soundtrack of your summer. It is these precious fleeting moments experienced together that shape us and make us who we are. Plan your dream vacation at exploreminnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. Seven percent of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.com. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the people. $40,000? Yes. To fix up your house. You're millionaires! Yes! <laughs> you had to call me about $40,000 when, when you have almost $2 million? The Ramsey Show, live every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Appropriate, uh, uh, appropriate music uh, for the last segment of the show today. Thank you so much for listening. So let's go back to where we began um, and just summarize summarize the week as we enter an important week where you both have an FOMC meeting on when, Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. You have a jobs report on Friday. There's a lot of news coming in the next seven days. We'll be back here next Saturday to play it all back out for you it's job saturday next week and i'll be sure to do that with the fomc saturday as well so guess what my show for next week's already written um i just sort of have to 
I have to uh, listen to the press conference, pick out some clips, grab the talking heads on Friday morning, react to the jobs report. My work is done already. Uh, but just to prepare you for this, just a couple extra pieces, right? So GDP report, stronger than the headline number. The inflation number and employment cost index combined say inflation is still pretty pretty strong out there. We haven't made a whole lot of progress, even to the Fed's revised path to to uh, the revised path to getting to the two percent target, which takes you out past 2024. And that led uh, on uh, Wall Street Week last night. Uh, uh, Mona Majahan, she is a senior investment strategist with Edward Jones. Uh, to say this. This is cut seven. We're seeing this downward trajectory. The consumer is still holding up. But if you look at forecasts for Q3 and Q4 of this year, we are, in fact, seeing negative and slightly negative uh, annualized growth rates. So in our view, this idea that a mild recession is on the horizon is very likely still, probably still a base case scenario. It is. And, and again, that's a feature of what the Fed wants to do. But the Fed is not going to reverse itself in terms of the inflation rate until much later. I argue not before the end of the year. I don't. I. I don't believe. Um, likewise, uh, on the, in the same interview with uh, Majahan, uh, Greg Peters from PGIM, uh, another investment house. Uh, he's their senior economist has this to say, play cut number eight. No, in fact, the market's pricing in the opposite, right? They're pricing in rate cuts in the back uh, end of this year. And to me, that is, you know, the risk markets are ignoring that if the Fed cuts, that means we are into a recession or a much weaker period. But the binding constraint continues to be inflation. And I think we're in a very different environment. We've been so accustomed to the Fed coming to the rescue. And it's much easier to do that when they're operating below that 2% level. When they're above, and they're pretty meaningful above their degrees of freedom really really get much tighter they do not have it and this this is really the issue the fed has um, been how do i put this the fed has given permission to the markets to continue to place bets that the that the stock market will continue to go higher Debt, debt markets will not have a whole lot of risk. This weekend, again, we expect that, if you're just tuning in, we expect that sometime by the end of this weekend, First Republic Bank is going to be either sold off to uh, what looks like one of two banks, J.P. Morgan Chase or PNC, or it will be placed in receivership with the FDIC. Okay. I'm kind of thinking it's going to get sold rather than put in receivership, okay? Because I, I, I don't think they want to be, but the, but the deal has to include that whoever takes it gets all the depositors, covers all of the, takes responsibility for all the deposits, takes assets, and gets some kind of cash injection from FDIC. I do not know, of course, how big that number is. Uh, if I look at if I look at what's there, it's five to t- it's it's probably it's probably in the area of five to ten billion dollars, which is substantial. It might be more. It's a different deal. SVB got got caught holding treasuries 
First Republic Bank holds its balance sheet is more mortgages. And I just didn't give myself enough time to talk about the differences between those banks, but they're different types of banks. That will play into what happens this coming week. The Fed, if if you end up putting First Republic in receivership, remember, SVB got put in receivership and the Fed raised rates. Anyway, they did 25 rather than the expected 50. Do we think they would go zero rather than 25? No. I think given the information we got on inflation this week, I think they have to act to raise those rates again. And I think they have to say, there we, you know, that bet that Peter's just mentioned about you thinking the Fed's going to ride to the rescue. The Fed can't ride to the rescue without completely destroying its credibility in fighting inflation, without pushing that. I mean, they've already pushed the target rate out into 2025. How much further would they have to push it out if they decide they need to cut rates now and we're stuck with an an inflation rate closer to 4% rather than 2%? That's a stagflationary world. That's the world that they're trying very, very, very hard to avoid. Hey, I want to thank you so much for listening today. I want to thank Spencer for his work uh, cutting up the uh, the sound and uh, putting put, putting us uh, in touch with each other. And we'll be back for Job Saturday next week on the King Bang Show on The Biz 1440. Hey there, this is Tim from the Kingdom Builders. Autumn and all the falling leaves are currently behind us, so clog gutters and downspouts may not be currently on your mind. But fall will be here before we know it, so now is the time to plan ahead. At the Kingdom Builders, we have always tried to bring you the best gutter cover for your particular situation. Now, we all know there's a lot of gutter covers available out there. Some of them are just junk. Some are way overpriced. The good news is that over the winter, our gutter crews have researched and tested a wide range of gutter covers, so we now offer even more options for you. If you want to be done with clogged gutters and downspouts and don't want to be up on the ladder continuously when the leaves are falling, contact us and we can show you the best and affordable options to keep leaves and debris out of your gutters and downspouts. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or contact us at thekingdombuilders.com and we'll set up a time to stop by. As we always say, we're not salesmen, we're just great roofers and gutter installers. C.S. Lewis once said, education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. 
There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. That's 800-296-1553. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's Twin When the markets are down. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.